spoken lately. I haven't thought about flying for a long time. I haven't dreamed of that moment when I was alone above the clouds for a long time. I haven't dreamed of waking up in a room surrounded in blue and green grass more years than I could dream of memory. I haven't walked back into the past or scratched on the doors of my origins, where it all came from, since I held up that cape for the last time. Return to Kent Town 10th year anniversary edition is a revised version of Ambien's first poetry book. The book can be purchased from Amazon and it contains numerous additional material. Spoken Hi, it's Ambien from Spoken Label. Thank you today for streaming or downloading another episode of Spoken Label. Spoken Label was originally set up on beginning of the 2016 and as of speaking has currently nearly 300 sessions. The full archive is available on Spoken Label full stop bandcamp.com although it is available for free for stream and download if you wish i am always grateful for any sort of kind of donation to enable to me to keep the running costs this podcast going and enjoy take care bye-bye Spoken. Hi guys and the end spoken label back in the house we're over in zoom again today and we're over to america again now the young lady i've got with me she's actually into somewhere she's not wasn't meant to be and she's hit one or two problems getting home but she might tell us about that in a minute so um i've got a young lovely lady called sky heard with me i got talking to sky on one of these general poetry pages on facebook she might remember more than me but i i've forgotten which one it was <laughs> typical of me but um i know because i remember reading the pieces she put up as an example and i really enjoyed it and i dropped her a message and it shows you when you put poems up on Facebook, as you, you agree with this guy, you don't know what you're going to get sometimes with people contacting you, do you? So, no, <laughs> you get weirdos like me coming down. Oh, you're going to come on my podcast, right? So. <laughs> right, as serious this guy, for people who don't know you, do you want to introduce yourself? Obviously, tell them where you come from, what starts you off your creativity. Okay, uh, my name is Sky. Um, I am from a little town called New Liskard and in Ontario. Um, I also live in Medicine Hat, Alberta now. I moved around a lot as a kid. Um, what got me writing was my mom tragically passed away when I was 10 from an overdose. And it just got me really thinking about what real pain is. And after that, I decided I needed a way to let out all my emotions instead of bottling them up because I've heard of people bottling their feelings and I didn't want to be one of those people who had like, you know, underlining anger issues or like just unable to emotionally express themselves. So I decided that writing would be a very good idea to try to get all those emotions out. Since I was so young, I needed a way to express all that. Right. So, yeah. 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 No, it's a good move. It's a good move. Like, like I said before to you off mic, I, when I was growing up myself, like I lost, I lost one of my grandparents very, very early age, and it was like having the writing side of it helps you, helps you understand yourself as a person, and it gets rid of those sort of underlining demons. Definitely with that. So, when when you were growing up, then did you did you read a lot? Did you? Or was there any writers that really stick in your memory from back in those days? 
Well, what's actually funny about that, I've never been a really big reader. Um, oh, that's interesting. That's surprising. You'd be surprised by that one. <laughs> yeah, me too. Um, I have picked up books when I was younger, and I I was kind of weird. I'd, like, flip through it, read a bit of it to see if I like it, or flip to the end. I kind of just picked bits and pieces of books that I liked out rather than, like, reading a full one. But I also study the style of words and how it's written. I've always liked... Um, true stuff like true crime things um anything that speaks volumes with emotions i've always been super attached to um so if i could pick a writer or writers that i was kind of thinking about if i were to read a lot to read would be like Anne rule or like like all the true crime um i did read some poetry books in high school but they were um they were like the old school poetry. So I didn't really, I had trouble understanding that because, I, you know, it's a lot of like old kind of words and just. Yeah. But I, yeah. Yeah. And of yeah. course, I understand you like it when I was growing up. It's like it was like all we, all we had to read was Victorian poems, like the newest. And it's, when you're looking at things like what, 90 years later in that case, my case at the time, it's very, very hard to get a meaning behind it sometimes. Yeah. Yeah, I read this one poem, I think it was called like Red Wagon or something. And it just, it was like a huge metaphor of a red wagon. And I, I was in, I don't remember what grade it was in. I was pretty young though. And I was sitting there for like an hour trying to understand this red wagon poem. Oh, and, um, but it made me fall in love with like actual poetry though, because I'm like, hmm, symbolism, you know, and just trying to figure out what it means, the type of words, you know, how it all works. So yeah, that for actual poetry, that's where I kind of got yeah, that yeah. right. Of course. Now, now obviously we're here to say today we'll talk about your, your debut poetry collection, which I have been reading and really enjoying, which I'm just gonna try and get up now with my records. Let me see. My laptop just froze on me. River of oh, Darkness. Cool. Got it. There we are. River of Darkness now. Tell us a bit about this book now. Obviously, for people who don't know you, where did the idea of this come from on this book? Okay, so after I started writing, I would just write a poem here and there. A lot of them were like little song lyrics that I would write, and it would just be anything that came to me. Or if I'm having a bad day, I would sit down and I would just write something, you know, to try to get out of my own head. And so I was sitting there the one day, and I was like, okay, I have this folder of bits and pieces of these poems and these song lyrics. I'm like, what am I going to do with all of this? And then I just, one day I decided, I'm like, you know what? I'm going to publish it. And then I put all my poems together and the ones that were in full, I rewrote and I just created Rhythm of Darkness. And to me, it's just one of my biggest accomplishments. I love it. Yeah. No, no, well done, well done. I would get anybody bringing a book out, like I said, it's such a tremendous achievement to go and do it, definitely, so that's. Now, what made you come up with the title of Rhythm of Darkness? Well, a lot of my poetry, not all of it, but a lot of it rhymes or, like, has some sort of rhyme scheme within it. So that's where the word rhythm came from, because I like flow. And darkness came from the overlining message behind a lot of my poetry of you know, real situations, heavy topics, something that everyone can relate to, like abuse, um, you know, tragedies. And I wrote a lot of my poems coming from a place of putting myself in other people's shoes and empathy that I've gained throughout the years. 
And I tried to portray that in the title as well as all the poems. So Rhythm of Darkness came from that. Yeah, no, obviously people are wondering then that basically like that there's a lot of like you said, lots of there isn't quite heavy poems in the book, that's for sure of it. And I was like, you just basically writing about what's what's gone on, you know, on past there then really, weren't you to some degree? Yes. Yeah. yeah, a lot of a lot of it's personal. Some of it I've just empathized and I'm like, wow, I can't I can imagine being in this situation. And I wanted to portray that through words so people can relate to it and be like, wow, I've been through this. I you know what I mean? It's yeah. Yeah, yeah. No, as I said, I agree completely. Always a firm believer of writing. You've got to be honest with it. And then there's definitely an honesty to this book and it's anyone who goes and reads the book, you'll see it straight away. That's why, I've, that's why I'm grateful I want to talk to you today because I've really enjoyed the honesty in the book immediately and it has had a really powerful voice behind it. Now, I don't want to go into too much details about your poetry because I think I'm a firm believer of the content of it. The content of it is listed open to analysis. But I do want to ask you one quick question about one of your poems in the book. And um, okay. Yeah, it's obviously like the one I've talked about before, The End, which yes. is the first poem in the book. And what made you then? want to put a poem called the end at the beginning of the book uh, <laughs> well i thought it was a very strong start to introduce the overall message behind the book i thought that putting the end at the beginning was just symbolic for the fact that um it's it just I don't know. <laughs> that's actually a really tough question. Oh, yeah, I'm always, uh, I'm always full of tough questions. That's why I get used yeah. to me. So, but it's um, no, I think it's it a brave. Was, I think it's a brave move to do, Sky. To be honest with you, yeah. what you've done there. It's like it's you. Yeah, and when you finish the book off at the end, it's like you force people thinking. Well, the rest of the books can be like building. A lot of the books, me, is like building jigsaw puzzles or pieces up. You're putting them all together. And I think that's what you were aiming for with that, and doing it at the end. You basically be thinking, oh, oh, why is it the end? Is that was do you reckon that was that your plan then, really? Was it? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I just it's full of symbolism in this and the order of this the poems and topics. And it's just people are meant to read poems and take it how they would like to, right? It's all about analyzing it and finding the symbols and understanding it in the way that resonates with you. And the end, it just it's a bold statement right at the beginning. So well, I've, I'd use the word ballsy. Yeah. yeah. We're dead right. No, it's, it's, probably, it's a brave move. Definitely. So, yeah. Yeah. That's why. But yeah, no, it's because you've got some great, really great pieces in it. I can see the rhythm and the rhyming in it straight away. And I do like, I like it. Oh, I, don't, I didn't realize you had a poem called Zombies at the end of it as well. <laughs> I might have, <laughs> I've just spotted that then. I'll get my partner interested as well in a bit because she's a zombie writer, among oh, other things. Like <laughs> <laughs> anyway, um, also, well, then, obviously, like I said, um, obviously, with the way this book's been done, is obviously there was quite a lot of planning from you. I can see it straight away. How you actually finished, planned out all the poems. I was talking to a fellow writer from near where you actually are at the moment. And we're not going to give that away, right? Because obviously you're not there permanently. But um, yeah. and I know when she did this, I want to say, I want to know if you did the same. When she organised her last book, she printed, she had everything printed out and labelled and positioned all over her kitchen table and drove her husband mad 
on it over about two or three weeks trying to get the order right and what the poems are going to be like. Yeah, well, it's it's like an art form. It's a flow. You want the book to flow. So, yeah, I kind of did the same thing. It wasn't really on my table. It was all over my couch, but I mean, very similar. <laughs> yeah, you lay them out to pick which ones you want where to send the messages and everything. So, yeah, kind of the same concept. Yeah. yeah, yeah, I say straight away. No, that's excellent. Was it quite a long process writing this book for yourself? Then was it? Actually, no, because I took because I've been writing since I was ten, right? Mm. So all those bits and pieces that I had sitting around, I did write quite a few new ones. Yes, so but it only took for planning wise maybe a year to get all of my poems together to finish writing my new ones. To, you know, so it, it wasn't too long, actually. And with self-publishing, it's way different than traditional. So it didn't take as long to get through the process either. So maybe about a year for that. Well, that's good going. That's good going straight away of it. So yeah, now, yeah. Tell us about the um the great this great self-publishing press you come across. I've not come across these guys before as well. Oh, the freaking press. They yeah. Oh. How did you find these guys in it? <laughs> well, I typed in how to publish a book. <laughs> <laughs> oh, sure. Uh, I, asked for, I asked for that answer then, didn't I? <laughs> <laughs> That's the first thing I did. And I didn't know what to expect to pop up. And then I just saw this article about traditional versus self. And when traditional, the thing that threw me off from that was it said, sometimes they take some creative rights away to, you know, to help like get to the best high percentage of selling that they can they take some of your creative rights i'm like um no this is poetry i'm not doing that so i turned to self-publishing and then i typed in self-publishing companies and one from vancouver popped up and it was Frisson press and they offered a lot of really cool things and i decided to go with that and they were working with me through every step i had all creative rights they'd run everything past me before i'd say yes and it was just really amazing experience Brilliant. Brilliant. I know the book came out last year, so that's really well. Yeah. Good luck with you. Have you done any readings yet to promote your book yet? Uh, no, because of COVID, I haven't had a chance. Oh. I've been, I tried, <laughs> but <laughs> I was like, okay, well, can I do this? This, well, we have to wear a mask. We can limit to like, I don't know, five, 10 people. I'm like, oh, well, how are they going to hear me with a mask? I was just trying to figure out the best ways to do it. But now that restrictions are being lifted more in um, Alberta, I can actually look into that more. And I'm so excited to do that because I'm a people person and I like talking to people in person rather than um, like online promoting is obviously huge and it's important and you got to keep up with that as well. But I really like building those one-on-one connections with people. Yeah, no, of course. In England at the moment, I know we're in exactly the same situation as you. It's like it's, we've been locked down for pretty well 18 months now and all yeah. the venues like, I've, I've co-run a poetry night and I go to numerous other ones and we've had to go on the Zoom in the past 18 months. And it's been a funny experience, that's for sure. But so I'm much, yeah. much before in person. That's how I agree with you completely with that, Sky. So, so do you envisage and when lock restrictions get lifted enough for you? Would you would you like to start going on stage and reading your poems out to people? Oh, for sure. I cannot wait to do that. I That's where my soul is. And I think hearing it from the mouth, of the person sometimes just has such a strong effect. I've been to a few poetry readings throughout high school. People have came into my school to promote their book. And I just, I fell in love with that. The in-person reading, book signings. I love all of that. So yeah, I will definitely be 
figuring out where to go, what to do, and it's exciting to. Oh yeah, completely, completely. I think the way things are going to go in the next couple months of both our countries is hopefully a lot more opportunities will start coming up in play in places that weren't necessarily there before. So no, no, excellent time and good luck with it, definitely. So, do you envisage writing a second book? I, I actually veered away from the. I still have more poems and I still write poetry, but I actually do have a book ready already to publish and it's a crime book. Oh, oh. Yeah, I've been working on that on and off for a long time, just as a way, again, to get out of my head. But it was just like a side thing I did here and there for years. But after publishing this, I'm like, huh, I want to publish my actual novel as well. So I'm thinking the next book is going to be my crime book. No, but, no, I can't, I can't blame you. Because like you, you obviously said before that you have a massive interest in true crime. Yes. So I thought, yeah. well, it makes sense for you to go and try and do a crime novel next and definitely. Yeah, because um, with the way I write about, you know, all these tragic things and pain and everything and how I describe it all into an actual, like, novel book form is pretty much the same style of writing, but just in an actual, like, novel story form. So it's... It's still me on a plate, <laughs> just a different, you know, type of book. But yeah, yeah. no, no, good luck with it, definitely. So, so is that book? Is that book pretty well wrote down? Then is it your crime novel? It's yeah. I just have to go through the um, editing process and all that kind of thing. Once I start promoting this a little bit more in person and everything, I'm going to work on getting that one published as well. Excellent. So, so what are you going to do with that one then? Do you th- are you going to look at doing the same path again? Or do you think you will you go for a publisher with your crime novel? Um, I'm looking more into the traditional only because it's not poetry, so I don't need the hundred percent creative rights. Because with poetry, that's all hundred percent me. I wasn't gonna be like, no, you can change anything, and nope. <laughs> but with an actual novel, it kind of you need those tweaks. You need that um, those suggestions, right? So I might actually look into traditional for my next book. No, it's a good move. It's a good move, definitely, with that one. So I mean, uh, a lot of it depends on books I found. So I'm a poet, really. But certainly, if I was going to novels like you are, I would consider going to a publisher. Although saying that, one of my partners had a few problems with some of her novels. A lot of it is you just learn based, be careful what you go with, basically, publisher-wise. And that's why a lot of it is living, you learn and you go, well, no, good luck with it, definitely, so. But keep us informed. So, right. I will. Okay, <laughs> then. Um, apart from that, then, that's pretty well covered all my questions today. So, we'll let you go and do the hard sell now, Sky. If people want to find out more about you, where are the best going? Where can they find out about me? Yeah. Yep. I have a Facebook website called Books by Sky. And I also have an actual website, booksbysky.ca. So that's also where you can get my book as well. And um, my personal Facebook, if they, anyone wants to, you know, send me a message or whatever, I'm 100% open to chatting or whatever they want. Um, I also have some Instagram, Sky Lee Hearn for Instagram. Yeah, if anyone wants to get into contact with me or learn more about me, they can send me a direct message. Again, I'm all about the personal connections. Um, I'm thinking about starting a blog. Yeah, that's a good idea as well. Yeah, yeah. Definitely, yeah, I think so as well. No, definitely doing a blog is a good idea. I think when you're promoting yourself as a brand, the amount of different ways you can do it, I think it's a good move. Definitely, so good luck. Oh, for sure. 
Yeah. Right, well, that's it for the question side of it, Sky. So we'll let you go get composed and we'll be back in a few minutes. And you'll okay. have to, I need to read a few poems out for us. See you on a minute. Fuck on me. Hi, guys. Still here with Sky. I don't know what my poem Sky is going to do today for me now. I think she's going to surprise me. So over to you, my friend. Okay. So I am going to start with the end, the first one that is in my book. Um, this one I actually wrote through high school. So it was a long time ago, but it's okay. You start out vulnerable, so gentle, soft, and sweet. Your tiny fingers touching, everything seems concrete. Growing up fast, learning as you go, being told what's right from wrong, for the future you'll know. Time keeps moving, never standing still. Falling in love becomes such a thrill. Spending your life by that one side, smiling every time you look into their eyes. As the time takes over, you start to grow weak, making trips to the hospital to meet all the needs. Taking medication for many things wrong, sick beyond all repair, got to move on. Keep on falling until you can't fall no more. It's time to let go, too weak, too sore. Not even living, so much to mend. Everything in life must come to an end. So that's kind of just going over like the circle of life and all of that. That's what I I liked it because I felt it was a good summary of what's coming in the rest of the book. So, Oh, yeah. Yeah, I was digging really deep into the... How the circle of life goes. Definitely that. Okay. We'll let you jump straight into number two whenever you're ready. Hey, this one is called Yours Truly. This one I did from the perspective of the abuser. And yeah, so that everyone can take that how they need to as I read it. I said I love you, but caused all your tears. Promised to help you overcome your fears. Instead, I installed them deep in your soul. This way and that way, little did you know. The words I told you were to keep you close, doing what I wanted as you became a ghost. Saw what I was doing, but I pulled you back in just so I could feel good about myself again. I knew the love you gave me was very strong. I took it and pulled it until it was gone. Even after that, I tried to keep you close, terrified of being on my own at most. Not caring that you were shattered apart. I wanted no one else to have your heart. An obsession of power over you. At the beginning, I know you had no clue. You fell to pieces each passing day. I told you lies to make you stay. You are in my grasp. I won't ever let go. I'll do anything to trap you, just so you know. One day you'll stop fighting. Then I will win. Just like old times, I'll have you again. So, yeah, that one's really? pretty deep. Yeah, bravo. Bravo. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's, it's a good it's a good one still, definitely. Okay, so yeah. Um uh, just so this poem has to be the best one in my opinion for personal reasons that I've written. It's from the eyes of my mother, from what she was going through, what she was doing, but it's from her perspective called blind here we go again a five dollar bill covered in white sniffing injecting the needle the band on so tight eyes slowly closing breath slowing down blocking out what's happening leaning towards the ground moaning and groaning kids hands all over shaking and pulling tap tap on the shoulder get up walk around eat food slurring the words that sound so crude bang bang on the door who could that be 
too relaxed, too weak to go and see. Opened eyes, laughing hard, building a snow fort beside the park. Kids smiling with undying glee, sun bathing on the skin, feeling happy and free. Short-lived, the pain returns, headache fever, inside it burns. Another ache, agony is here, trying to hold back a falling tear. Here we go again, a $5 bill. So that one's really heavy. <laughs> Yeah, that's that's going some definitely. <laughs> no, but yeah. it's, it's heavy, but I think it's it's you have you, got something to say, and that's how I'm always a believer. Definitely, with that. So you've got to say it. Get it yeah, out. I do have a yeah, I have a lot to say. <laughs> okay, so this one is called Change. It's a very short and sweet little poem. Beneath the wonders of the sun, above the shadows of the rain, beside the winds of tomorrow, pursue the wings of change. Life is the thorn of a rose in a meadow, a blanket over an iceberg melting away. Inside the heart of a burning soul, embrace the time of change. So that one I wanted That's to lovely. <laughs> Yeah, no, it's a nice change after doing a really heavy poem. Do something a bit a bit softer, yeah. isn't it? So Yeah, I also picked the title change because it kind of sways away from my other style because this is more yeah. of like a metaphor poem. I'm like, I kind of want to have a traditional kind of poem in here. <laughs> no, <laughs> good luck. Definitely. That. That I, I, I can write them. I just I prefer more like lyric y novel type poems. <laughs> oh. Yeah. Yeah. What was that? What I found interesting with your book was, and there's a quick question here. You know, it's a lot of yeah. your titles are quite concise titles, aren't you? It's like you like you do like your very short titles and that one. That is that a conscious decision? Um, it kind of just goes with whatever I'm feeling in the flow of what I'm writing. It just sometimes short and sweet, sometimes long. <laughs> yeah, there's a few short ones in here, but a lot of them are a few pages long. And it's just until I get that message out. That, yeah. Oh yeah, okay. time play. Okay, moving straight. I will on. read. I will read one more. This one is called Shadow. Screams and cries follow the lies. The truth too plain to see. It's hard to grow. Too tough to show what the words have done to me. The air I breathe is acid. The warmth I once felt cold. My soul trapped in sadness, feelings left untold. The person who I used to be is now too far gone. Everything that was me fell far beyond. There is no way I'll ever get myself back again. The last time I smiled, can't remember when. Music calms me down, helps me to see. Bringing back a time when it all felt so real. When a piece of me was so strong, I was able to heal. My eyes were brighter than the sun, my heart the fullest one. I always used to win the battle. Now I'm just a shadow. I've become my worst nightmare. Someone who lives in fear. The end of the tunnel, so far yet so near. What was taken was my love. It all replaced with hate. When I try to look at the good, I only see hell's gate. I am terrified of myself. Looking in the mirror, the best way out could not be any clearer. Sleepless nights are too much to bear. Trying to stay positive, but no longer care. My life is dragging on. It is crumbling apart. Can't take this anymore. It destroyed my heart. His actions and his words took it all out of me. Before it was too late, I was too blind to see. 
He drained every ounce of passion, poisoning my love. Now I watch it all again from heaven up above. Good ending. Good ending there. Okay. Good, great way to finish it off, Sky. That really good, 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 good section of poems there. Thank you for that today. Now, hang around. I do need to speak to you off mic, as always. But it's been a pleasure today. Thank you again for attending this session you today. Thank so much for having me. This was an amazing experience. Right. Well, as Don Callis says, guys and girls, that's it for today. Stay safe and stay over. And we'll see you all next time. Take care, guys. Spoken later.